episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 43, and this is a podcast where we come together in a pod. I don't know. It's been, we've been off for a while. So we're here. We're going to talk about parenting in a nerdy world. Uh, just a friendly reminder every kid's different, and so are we. So please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who's three. And uh, we have a regular show since it's been forever since that we've uh, all gotten together and talked. So both Carrie. Is here. Hello. Oh. Uh, you guys missed it. I tried to kill Nicole at the beginning of the show. <laughs> the, um, pe- the people in Alpha I told them I wasn't going to be around till later, and I came bombing in at the last minute with a <laughs> screech and a howdy. So there you go. Um, again, my name is Carrie. You guys might know me as Cleo from the Frog Pants chat room. And I have three children. My daughter, Sarah, will be 15 next week. My son, Colin, will be five tomorrow. And my daughter, oh. Eden, is almost 13. Oh no wonder you probably are you get are you just busy with everything that's going on? I am out of my oh, mind. Oh my gosh! Right Thank now. you so much for taking the time. I I know you, you might have to leave, but we're glad to have you here. So thank you. How about you, Eric? Oh hello. Uh, I'm yeah. I've been we've been busy too, trying to get ready for the holidays. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, hi, my name's Eric. I, you might know me as Mr. Mom from the Mr. Mom Daily Podcast, and I have a one and a half year old named Thaddeus and an eight year old named Colette. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while since we've we've talked. Um, yeah, I mean the holiday, you know, Thanksgiving, and it just it gets bananas. I think it for is everyone. bananas time. Everybody's busy. Everybody's got a million things to do and not quite enough time to do it. Yeah. Um. So, I guess. Uh. Yeah. Thanksgiving happened, and yeah. the, and and Mateo was off from school for four days. Do you guys? I'm I'm assuming. Do you have more time off, or is it is it just a four day weekend for the kids? We we did. We had uh, about the almost the whole week off. It was oh. the four days off and uh which was nice. Yeah. Um but it <laughs> uh, see here's the thing. It 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 really prepared me for the two weeks that Mateo's gonna have off in December and I was like, Oh, I am so not prepared. <laughs> Like right. Ill- like Illidan in World of Warcraft. I am not prepared, not prepared for two weeks of like doing stuff i mean i honestly if i don't prepare something we're just gonna be um lumps on the log and not and just and i guess right. it's, it's fine for a few days but he's a very active kid so i need to keep him i want to keep him like active and doing things and not just here kid here's your ipad yeah kind of stuff, no so. it, i was reminded of how difficult it got during the summer to keep yeah. the kids busy yeah um, and I was, I was thinking, okay, I have to remember what I was doing because I got back into school uh, rhythm kind of thing where I can just send the kids off and right. then I can do my thing here to the house. Or Colette off, not just the kids. Well, I mean, and I guess I tr- I'm trying to think back to when I was a kid. Did I mean, I'm sure my parents gave me activities and different things like that. And I mean, there's, a, there's a balance you make because you don't necessarily want to over schedule your kid or kind of do everything for them. There's, there's a wonderful space in having nothing to do yeah. that allows them to, you know, explore their imaginations and come up with things too. So I, I'm trying to find that balance of, you know, making fun little activities that um, we do together. Like we, I love baking with him. Um, Mark built a learning tower 
for him. And so it's in the kitchen and it's just a nice little stand. It's not a step stool because he was falling off the damn step stool. Mm-hmm. And for, for just quick step stools are great, you know, like getting water or whatever. But if he's standing there and he's, he's actually baking with me, this little learning tower is awesome. It's Le- so great. You said it's a learning tower? Yeah, so if you go to the Wood Whisperer... Oh, no, he hasn't He hasn't released it yet. Sorry. He's going to release it. <laughs> Secret learning tower? Yeah. Um, if you, you just Google... Yeah, you could just Google... <laughs> you could just Google learning tower, and you'll see a lot of them. There's a lot of different versions of it. I'm partial to the one my husband designed and built. Sure. But, <laughs> but you can find them on Amazon if you're, if you're not a builder. But they're just a really great way to bring the kid up... And it's really easy for them to get in, and it's just a stable platform, and as they grow it, it just, and it's just a really great way to kind of get them involved in um, cooking and preparing food and, you know, anything up at that counter level. Oh, I see. Things like this, yeah. yeah. I just Googled it. I get it. Yeah, this would be great. And Colette loves to um, to bake with uh, my wife and yeah. my and She would totally dig like when, stuff like this. That's like my go-to, like when just... Things are a little crazy in the house. My go-to, hey, you want to make cookies? <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to be like 200 pounds by next year. <laughs> well, to which the answer is always yes, of course. Of course I, I want to make cookies. Carrie, do you, have you used anything like this with Colin, like a little helper? Or do you get him involved in, in like baking or cooking in, with the house? He wants to help. Yeah. He'll say, he'll say the minute he sees me walk into the kitchen, I help. Oh, yeah. oh boy. We have a, um, <laughs> a peninsula in our kitchen. Our, our, our floor of our house is very open concept. And so we have a peninsula that kind of juts out into the dining room. And we've got some bar stools up there. So he usually climbs up on the bar stool. Yeah. And is on one side of the bar stool while I'm on the other. And he likes to mix up eggs. Um, he loves to use this, like a hand blender. Oh, yeah. Our hand blender. Yeah. Loves that. Um, is fascinated by some of the science of because baking is really kind of all about science. And right. He's fascinated. So when you can make egg whites into like meringue, oh, mind yeah. blown. He loves yeah, it. We did that. So he loves stuff like that. Yeah, he likes to get involved. Um, my oldest, uh, his birthday's come, Colin's birthday is tomorrow, Yay. and um, she wanted to make him something, but she didn't want to make him something you know silly that he wouldn't use. Or so she um, went into the kitchen and found a recipe for non toxic like kitty slime. So oh, yeah, she, yeah. yeah, she made him a couple of different colors and she's really excited and he will love that because oh, he watches awesome. YouTube videos about how to make this kind of thing constantly. So, um, did you say, yeah, he likes to get slime? up there and get right in. Like, kid, yeah, kitty slime. It's like, it's yeah. just like goo that's like a solid, but then it turns into a liquid. Yeah. Oh, I learned about this on like, Sid the uh, Science Kid. <laughs> like that cornstarch stuff? Like, yeah, 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 that's exactly, similar. Yeah. This is made with borax, but yeah, it's the same thing <laughs> and it's non-toxic and he loves it and so she made him a couple of different colors in jars oh, and cool. decorated the jars and she's going to give those to him tomorrow. That's so that's really idea. exciting. Um, but yeah, cool. he loves to get up in there and he likes to figure out Sarah is at that funny age where she likes to get in there. She wants to cook, but she wants to go from point A to point Z and not bother with anything in the middle. Oh, yeah. So following a recipe is not her favorite thing because she's just like, can't we just like have the cookies already? Right. Like on the TV, you just throw it in and out the oven it comes. And out they come, exactly. So I said, no. So she's not a big fan of as much as I would be. Um, Colin likes to know every little thing and why does this go in there and where mm-hmm. did it go? And it, he doesn't understand melting and dissolving. So he's he's really into it, though. So he likes it. Does he watch Sid the Science Kid? Yes. I love Sid the Science yes. Kid. Such a great there's, show. There's, and he watches a lot of YouTube videos on yeah. how to make things. So much so that when he colors something and gives it to you, 
he'll say, um, be sure to leave a comment. Because, <laughs> yeah, because he's used to watching that many videos. Can you like and retweet my drawing, please? Yes, retweet my drawing, exactly. Oh my Guys, gosh, I just got that awesome. phone call I was waiting for, so I'm going to be gone for about 20 minutes, okay. and then I'll be back. All right. Okay. See Alrighty. you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, um, hey, did you cook much, Nicole, over Thanksgiving? Um, I I decided, because usually I cook the entire Thanksgiving dinner with all the sides right. and the pies and everything. And um, both my mom and my mother-in-law are like, what do you want me? Is there anything I can do? I'm like, you know what? Yes, <laughs> you can. You can make the sides. So, um, so you just... Took care of the so I outsourced. The yeah, I just we only we brined. So um, I meant to say something on the last episode, but um, I use a method called the Alton Brown turkey. Oh yeah, and you brine the turkey the night before, and um, we usually only have like a thirteen pound bird. I'm not kidding you. It is done in an hour and a half. That's like, awesome. I'm so used to waking up at six. A- I was used to waking up at six a.m. And starting that thing and it taking forever. It's around one o'clock when I typically finally give in to the like, oh, I should put it in. I should probably cook this thing. Like right. afternoon, it's like, oh, it's got, not going to be ready in time. Like I start freaking out. But then I'm like, then it's done by three o'clock. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the Alton Brown. Turkey. I've always wanted to try his. I, I, I'm a total Alton Brown fanboy. You I've cannot mess it up. Like yeah. if you if you if you're if you're the type of person where uh, maybe you or someone you love makes a really dry turkey, you need to try this method because you even if you overcook that bird because of the brine and how science is awesome, you know how yeah. the salt goes in. It just uh-huh. it just makes it a moist, juicy turkey. It's oh, wonderful. It awesome. No stress. I mean, I, I can't. I can't remember the last time I stressed over the turkey. It's That's been so years. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I just made the turkey. I made a couple pies. I made a cherry pie. and I made a pie. I made a Boston cream pie for the first time. I, I had I the made time. My very, yeah. my very first pie ever. Yeah? Which, yeah. What kind did you make? I made uh, just a, uh, what was it, a key lime pie. Oh, key lime. Oh, you know what? I think I saw that. I saw uh, you posted yeah, a picture we were, of it. Yeah, Christine and I, we... We spent a night making – she made some pies, and they were really good. I made a key lime pie, and it was kind of eh, because I'm really not much of a baker. <laughs> but uh, we were just having fun that one night. We were baking pies oh, and cool. drinking wine and enjoying the night together, and it was super fun. How interesting is it that we live in a time that I know what's going on in your life just right. based on, like, little you know little pictures or little posts. Like, I know that you're, like, you're having, like, a cookie extravaganza. Like, your list of oh, cookies yes. is ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so many cookies. Oh, yeah. Did I – have you heard – seen last year – were you aware of the thing we do every year? I don't I don't think so. Okay. So, this has been a tradition in my – and uh, that Christine and I And this I is your up. Uh, holidays are your up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, too. Um, I think I love it. Oh, so this is our up. Every year for the past, oh, I want to say five years, Christine and I have b- baked cookies for most of our family. We made these little cookie boxes for a whole bunch, uh, almost everyone in our family and a bunch of friends. And we do this for a couple reasons. One, cookies. Cookies are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, we spend about, we're able to kind of use these as gifts for uh, a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
and spend like 10% of what we would have yeah. if we actually bought gifts. So it's it's maybe 150 bucks, maybe maybe 200 bucks worth of groceries because it's a lot. I mean, yeah, of you, groceries. You are we make a lot of cookies. Uh, close to a thousand cookies wow, each year. That's crazy. But I mean, that covers when you when you include all the families, including their kids and everyone who's going to get a cookie. That's about 95 people mm-hmm. who's going to. I mean, that 95 people spread across 150 bucks. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's great. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. We spend. All, we're starting next week. We're going to cook for four days straight or bake. Uh, we're going to make a whole buttload of cookies. We might stream it live. We used to do that in the past. Oh, so cool. just People can just check in and see how we're doing and see, hey, what are you making now? And we can chat in the chat room and junk. So yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I I am uh, – I, I guess because Mateo is getting older and getting – he's he's aware of Christmas now. I think around – I think it's the three-year mark where they mm-hmm. just start realizing – and we we've been going out at night – and looking at Christmas lights, and nice. I love that he loves l- looking at the lights. Oh, it's <laughs> so, so fun it's, when it kicks in. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I've been waiting for it. The be- um, my favorite thing about the holidays these days is getting to watch my kids enjoy the holidays. It's like, because it, mm-hmm. it, it brings back that feeling that you've lost now that we're kind of grown. grumpy and... and- <laughs> and you get to, <laughs> I get to like feel like a kid again. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, it's, you get to recapture that magic, and yeah. and so that's it's super fun. I, I I think it's the best part of one of the best parts of parenting is getting to watch your kids re-experience and and then you know through them re-experience the magical parts of your childhood. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I'm trying hard to do this year. Uh, I found a Pinterest board um, that somebody put together called Cheap and Free Holiday Gift Ideas. Hmm. So I'm I'm trying to, because uh, uh, one side of my family, they're having some rough times, and I don't want to make them feel like they need to give us a gift. It's like, right. make me some cookies, or you know, like what you're saying, I don't, yeah. I, I honestly don't need anything. And how do you convey that to someone that, is just set on, you know, they're thankful for what you do. Uh, Cause I, we help them uh, throughout the year. And honestly, I just, what I'm trying to do on my side is to make a gift. So um, I found a really cool uh, recipe to make like handprint ornaments and then you bake it in the, the uh, oven. And then you got this really cute handprint ornament. Um, and this is kind of it. And it's helping me also do things with Mateo more and he loves sure. doing these activities. Uh there's a website called Toddler Approved and they have a a newsletter that they will send you every single day and I signed up for it and I'm like I love this. <laughs> and it is uh a ve- it's called a very toddler christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and she sends you an activity every single day for you and your toddler to do. So oh, whether it's great. make a Christmas ornament or just just varying different things. And I'm like, this is perfect. And then I can actually, because I think these are more meaningful than something I would buy on Amazon. Oh, totally. So that's what I'm trying to do is is have a more, I don't want to say authentic, but just more... Um, or less material, 
Well, stuck, sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, there's there's definitely a more a more meaning, more feeling between behind each gift when you can tell someone put some thought and yeah. some and they made it a for you. Time, like, yeah. Not like that Colette. not a not that a Sonos speaker wouldn't be great. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh sure. I mean you know, but we're not those yeah. are fun too. Yeah, I like yeah. I'm as I'm as much of a consumer as the next person. <laughs> Everybody loves a nerdy gift. I mean I I, I, I hate Think Geek and Jinx this time of year because they're like oh, I'm, yeah. Look at all the nerdy stuff you don't need. I'm like <laughs> resist to buy stuff I don't need. So yeah. Um but what we have Colette usually do every year or for the past few years is she makes cards. She just makes her own Christmas cards for almost everybody mm-hmm. in the family. So she'll just take a piece of paper, fold it up, draw draw her little pictures and a Christmas tree and whatever. And she gives it to everyone and everyone every year has just loved it because she's they just, you know, it's 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 just a piece of paper. But they they love that Colette went to the trouble yeah. and that they made her a little picture and, uh, and yeah it's it's something that can't be replicated anywhere else it's it's mm-hmm. by her so so yeah I think um I'm 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 I'll put the link in the show notes for the the board it has some great ideas like a a sock. To, uh, Olaf Sock oh, I was, Snowman. I was just looking that yeah, on the Pinterest. It's adorable. That is super cute. It is. So there you go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do a few of those. Um, so sure. I, I mean we're pretty much in our ups and downs right now. I think for both of us, ups were right. the, the holidays. Uh, we have some downs. So you you have some, you have a bit of down going on, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's that time of year. <laughs> it's I, um, Colette's been acting kind of spoiled lately, like yeah. a spoiled brat, and she didn't she didn't used to. This is kind of a new thing in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. She's never had much of a tr- uh, an issue with throwing fits like a spoiled brat would. Like think, um, uh, uh, what's her name? No, um, Veruca Salt oh, and yeah, Veruca Salt in the char- Charlie and the Chocolate I Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's never been the case yeah. until these past few weeks. It started popping up here and there. And is there I, something going on at school? You think? Or I don't know. Uh, I'm worried. Like, what? Am, I keep uh, second guessing myself. Mm, what am I doing? What? Mm. Am, how did we screw this up? You might not be doing anything. I mean, that's one thing I've been noticing with Mateo is just sometimes he he just gets to a, a new point in his development and mm-hmm. he'll just change. <laughs> and, <sighs> I hope know. this is just a short phase because yeah. I mean. I and I do my best. I explain to her one: this method of getting things is really not going to work with me. Yeah, <laughs> you can keep on trying, but um, like last night, uh, we were at the grocery store and she wanted ice cream, and I said, mm, "No, we're getting other stuff." And she was just immediately down on the ground on the floor, an eight-year-old, oh, mind wow. you, yeah. laying down in the middle of the aisle, freaking out. And I'm just like. Okay, you have fun, but you're not getting ice cream. Mm-hmm. You go right ahead. We're going to go on down towards the other frozen junk. And yeah. it's the other thing is I uh whenever I say no, I'm trying to be better about explaining why. Yeah. So, no, because we're here to buy food and cookie recipe stuff and we can't really spend money on ice cream and I also think you've got plenty of treats in the house already. Yeah. I, Which I think might be one of my failings is I'm not always great as a, at explaining my nose. So I don't know. Well, I, I, know. 
maybe you just need to go down back to basics. Um, because I we're experienced. I mean, Mateo's three, so that's just sure. how three year olds work. They're, he's understanding his limitations, and he wants to do more, and he can't do more all all the time. Um, so I've just uh, we I got a advent calendar, a really cool mm. Star Wars advent calendar. Oh, cool! And um, he wants to just open all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I'm like, buddy, you, we got to do them one at a time. So the first day, it was meltdown. Like you say, it was on the floor. No, I want to open. I want to open more, all of them. No, right. So I had to basically remove it, remove the the calendar mm-hmm. from the environment, and I put it away. And and he just was like, and then he started hitting and kicking. I'm like, we don't do that. So I put him in his room. And first I stay in there, but as soon as he starts hitting me, I leave. I leave the room. Right. I remove myself from the situation. And he'll ha- you know, he had his meltdown. <laughs> He's <laughs> freaking out. And I I come back to him after I feel like it's starting to go down and and I'll say to him, "Hitting is bad. We don't hit. Are you ready to apologize?" And sometimes he'll go, no, and he'll freak out more. But eventually he says, yes. And I said, you need a hug. Yes, I need a hug. And so, and then by that time, I can actually speak to him about what's going on, and I can explain to him, "You'll, I will bring out the, the Advent calendar tomorrow, and you can open another one. Okay. And it's like, you know, it's... Each situation is going to be different. Um, Isn't he, that interesting, though, that like the logic doesn't penetrate the rage once right. they're wound up? Exactly. No, it will never penetrate the rage. Because, <laughs> Ever. Yeah, you just have to wait for them to cool off. And then if you just yeah. talk to them like you, would, like you were, the same thing you were saying earlier, for some reason then it just – but when they're so wound up, it's just – Bounces right off their head. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm, I've started to kind of pick up on when – when that tantrum or when that like I can find his trigger and I can try to um, avoid it. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can, you know, make him aware of something else. So re- redirection is right. uh, always a good technique because I can kind of go, okay, he hasn't had a nap. Um, he, he's not really eating much. Uh, we're you know a little late for lunch. So you kind of, get into the habit of evaluating the situation before, um, before the meltdown happens. And it doesn't always, it doesn't always work, you know, sometimes. No, no, but that's totally one of those parenting skills that just comes over time. I think think so too. You pick up the signs, you can take the temperature of the household every once, you know, just by being there and you're like, okay, I'm going to stop something before it happens. Yeah. Well, and for bedtime, um, it's, I'm always battling, one more book. No, one more <laughs> book. And and I have to say, so I have to, before it's the one more book, I have to say, okay, this is the last book we're going to read. Right. As soon as, and, and it used to be I would go turn off the light. Like, I would be taking control. But now I've found if I get him to buy into turning off the light, I don't have the meltdown anymore. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Huh. So I kind of make him part of the the routine now um because he wants to be part of the routine. Before it was just it was happening to him. Now he wants to be more involved. So I guess that makes sense. It is, you know, the the having to go to bed is 
might be less mm-hmm. offensive to someone if they weren't being forced to. It's yeah. just, hey, this is what we're doing now. So maybe with Colette, what I mean, I don't know. I probably would have said we can't pick out ice cream right now, but what we are here to pick out is, I don't know, bread or whatever you were going no, there you for. Know what? You're, you're, I think you're absolutely right. I you can pick out what we're going to have over here. This is what we're coming from, and the next time we come to get ice cream, you can pick out your ice cream. So as yeah. long as they know, like, I find that if Mateo knows that it's going to, like, I'll say, no more books. I'll read more books tomorrow. I go, okay. So, yeah. I don't no, know. That, that makes a lot of sense. That actually would have, that probably would have worked a lot better. Um, oh, man. I, I, You're fine. You're doing great. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can. I feel like um, so it's, so I feel like my parenting, uh, how good I am doing at my job it ebbs and flows. It, and that's, everyone feels that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, I think. I feel like I'm I'm uh, just at the end of an ebb uh, where well, I'm just not I, doing my best. And it's I just, have this little thing that I, you know, if you don't feel like you're a horrible parent, you're, <laughs> you're not doing your job. <laughs> right. I guess that's true. You have to be slightly self-critical to keep trying to better yourself yeah yeah um but yeah, um, it it's we all get i think it's probably in part due to the holidays and just mm-hmm. well my wife's been working a whole ton and yeah. so um it's just been crazy well but. and you know the holidays especially around thanksgiving it, all the family comes in and they mm-hmm. put all the attention on the kids and the kids love it you know I, I mateo has this thing where he loves to watch videos on mark's computer and i've been kind of noticing the videos that he watches the most are the ones that uh like for his birthday everybody's singing happy birthday he will watch his birthday video over and over and over again. Really? Yeah, he, he just he likes that. He likes that all the grandparents are there, and he likes that. Uh, why wouldn't you like? I love it. Sure. You know, you, we Colette, as humans uh, like attention. I made a I made a video of Colette asking for cheese, uh, like when she was oh I don't know two four or five years old, and she wants to watch that video over and over and over. Something about I don't mm-hmm. know why. But she just loves this silly little video of me uh, I made of her asking me for cheese when she was super little. She'll just watch it over and over. So cute. Actually, here I'll send it to you. Oh, I, I I think it's so neat that we're able to capture these little moments of of our kids, right? Um, and their little you know the way they say things or the way they do things. Um, uh, I'll uh I'll do my down which. Uh, I think I, I talked about it. Yeah, last episode um, we had Dan, um, our board game man, on the show last last board time. Board game man. Um, and uh, we were dealing with night terrors, and mm-hmm. I think we've successfully ident- we I successfully identified the night terror. And um, I got a really really great email from a listener, Tiff, and she sent in telling me about how because she had night or has night terrors Mm -hmm. and she was explaining to me kind of the triggers and what happens and what her mom did and i can't tell you how just nice that was to read uh because for for mateo it's it's a very i feel so helpless because Mm -hmm. he's saying when he's getting his terror he's going no no help me help me when he says help me i'm like oh my god (laughs) and what i was what i was doing was i was going into his room and i was trying to calm him down and it would just 
it would spiral out of control. Oh, geez. And he would just be like, he he would have his eyes open and he would sit up and he's freaking out. Nothing I could do could help him. And so I started reading more and more about it and how um, to identify one of the things is they, they are not comforted by you. They're not comforted by – they don't even know you are there. And in right. fact, they know a person is there, but he can't see me. So he doesn't know it's his mother. Um and so I represented whatever was in his dream going on. So, um, you know, maybe I'm the big bad whatever, and I am a, a presence. So what, I, what we had identified was these night terrors were happening when he was missing his nap. And night terrors usually is passed down. So I have a really um, interesting quirk about me is I talk in my sleep. Oh, yeah. And my brother sleepwalks. So I think I've talked about that on the show before where he goes, <laughs> as a kid, he would just randomly pee in places in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so night terrors are are in the same family as sleepwalking and talking in your sleep. So is he still getting a lot of them, uh, night terrors? Well, what, what I found, so once we kind of identified um, – that is the problem because it's not lactose. I thought it was lactose. Like I thought it was like his belly was hurting because he would always bring his legs up and eventually he would fart. And I'm like, <laughs> it must be the milk. And no, it's not sure. the milk. <laughs> it's when he is overtired. So he's, you know, he's trying to lose that nap mm-hmm. and he's just not ready. And right. um, so if, if I can get him down for a nap, we don't have a night terror. Typically, but if he misses a nap, like there for like two weeks, he wasn't taking any naps and every single night, it was just getting worse and worse and worse every single night. And we linked it up to him being extremely overtired. And now we're back on a nice, he's sleeping through the night. He's getting a nap. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're working through it, but it's been a process. And I really did. I didn't, I had no idea. Like, um, I'm like, no, we can't be having nightmares because I think night terrors affect like two percent of kids or something. Is really, like, is that, that all? Really low, um, like true, so true ter- night I, night terrors. I thought it was much more a uh, common thing. I've always been terrified that my kids would have to deal with that because I, I, I didn't, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, you know? um, but it's uh, it's been an interesting journey to figure out, and I think he's been having them for a really long time, and we and just the act of me being in the room makes them worse. So what I had found, like when he was going through them, I will stay at the door so he doesn't see me at all. Mm. And thank goodness I got him the bed I did because it has like side railings on it. I couldn't imagine him going through a night terror in a bunk bed. Right. Oh yeah. Some parents have to, when they, when the kids go into the night terror, they actually have to go and put the kid on the floor because they thrash around so much. Oh, so thankfully the bed, I, I got him, um, that two steps bed, which is raised a little bit and it has the bumpers around the whole thing to kind of mm-hmm. make it a fun little bed. That's been really helpful to kind of keep him in the bed as he's going through his, his phase. Right. Um, and, I stay at the door and I basically just kind of wait for him to, if it escalates, that I go in. Um, but he, a lot of times it'll just be, no, no, help me, help me. Eh, uh, uh. And then 
it lasts for about 15 minutes and then he'll go back to sleep. Um, if it ever escalates, the longest it's last is 45 minutes. And that's because I was holding him or doing something sure. like I was making it worse. So, but as a parent, when you go through it, it's really, really difficult. Um, I, I imagine it's scary. I mean, God, what a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's a challenge. I'm super glad to hear it's getting better, though. Yeah, it's getting it's it's getting better. So for some for some kids, I think, um, and I was of course in the forums going, "Oh my god, I can't. it lasts um, typically between three and five. It usually starts around three, um, and then you know it can go. Actually, it can go up until they're like in their you know, 12 year old, 12 years old. So, but yeah, it's a sleep disorder. It's crazy. Yeah. So runs in your family, I guess. And usually what happens is once the night terrors will stop and then the sleepwalking starts. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. And then Um, he'll just pee on things and that's okay. Yeah. He'll just pee everywhere. So, um, (laughs) there's a really good, uh, article, um, over at she knows.com that, it's like t- 13 tips for handling kids with night terrors and things like that. So, and they usually happen. They always happen like two to three hours after the kid goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. So if the kid is having a late, late, it's, I think it's a different kind of thing that's happening in sleep. So it's usually early, usually for Mateo, since he goes down around seven, eight o'clock, it usually starts about 11, 12 o'clock at the latest. Uh, let's see. All right. Well, let's move over to, if Carrie does come back, we'll, we'll circle back around to her. Um, but let's go over to some toddler translations. I have, oh, I have good. a few. Yeah. So, it's been um, a while for these, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten a few, but I honestly, I've just been overwhelmed sure. <laughs> with everything and I got to set the clips up and then I'm just lazy. I'm no. sorry. There's a lot to do. I understand. <laughs> uh, we got one from Felicia, and she said, I know you haven't had many toddler translations le- uh, lately, so I'm sending you a couple from my two-and-a-half-year-old uh, Silas. So here here are a couple, and they're adorable, of course. They're always adorable. Mm-hmm. So here's uh, little Silas. So see if you can guess what he's saying here. All right, here we go. Come on, soundboard. Apple, stop spinning the... Did you hear Thaddeus there? He's I, kind of chatting it up. Is he? Yeah, a little bit. He's actually picked up a few I'll new words. It. Oh, oh. I'll it. What was this? Can you Wait, do that one yeah. again? I kind of talked over I'll it. I'll it. I'll clog it. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm not getting it. I don't know what that is. It's in the sky. Helicopter. Oh, helicopter. Uh, helicopter. That's helicopter. That's cute. Here's another one. Cool mommy. Cool mommy? <laughs> Felicia is a cool mommy, but uh, I'll try again. Cool mommy. I hear co- good mommy. <laughs> I hear cold marmalade or... Uh, good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Oh, we totally hear it now. And then here is a a personal hello from Silas. Say nerd parents. No funny. Say <laughs> Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> Say Cleo. Cleo. <laughs> Say Eric. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> 
Adorable. Thank you so much for saying those, and Felicia. (laughs) Uh, And I also got one from Zach. He says, hi, Nicole and company. I'm a little behind on episodes at the moment, so who knows when I'll hear this if you decide to use it. This is my 15-month-old Emily. Uh, the uh, The audio in the background will probably give the word away. Uh, and you know what the word I put the email in the show notes. Yeah, so, uh, so I'll play it for you and uh, I'll let I'll make it a at home game. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. I don't know if I would have gotten that one without <laughs> having seen the cheat sheet here. Yeah, well, and you can hear it in the background. You hear uh, like an announcer talking. Oh, do they? Yeah. So the word's baseball, and she started repeating, and she started repeating while uh, my wife and I were watching Game Three of the AL- ALCS this year. Since she's since then, she has pointed to the TV and says it every time we watch a game with the World Series ending. Congratulations, Giants! I'm curious if she'll recognize it again next season. <laughs> Say, shake the snow globe. No, wait, wrong frog pants show. Let's <laughs> take care, Zach. Oh, that's adorable. Baseball. Baseball. No, Thaddeus is, uh, he's starting to pick up a few new words here and there. He's, oh, actually, why don't I record these? What am I doing? <laughs> I'll have them next time. He's picked up cookie. Oh, he's picked yeah. up uh, mommy and daddy are really getting there much better. Um, his uh-oh has returned. He oh. said uh-oh long time before. Yeah, and then yeah, for like that. three months, four months, gone. Yeah. Now it's he, back in force. Because he was working on something else. Yeah, he was yeah. working on cookie. So yeah. now he's, he's got that one down. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about some family game night. Um, sure. This is pretty much anything we like to play with the kids. Uh, or you can be even with our, our significant others, too. Sure. Friends, whatever. Um, so, what, Eric, have you guys been playing? Uh, well, Colette's been playing a couple of games. Uh, one she's been playing with me is called Sports Friends. Mm-hmm. It's on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. It was a Kickstarter game. I didn't oh, cool. I didn't back this Kickstarter, but it was free for PlayStation Plus subscribers one day, so I got this. And I never really played much of it until recently. And Colette and I it's a it's a multiplayer only game, so it's couch co op, you know, it's not like online. It's like get your friends together in front of the TV, we'll all play a game. And it's these very simple kind of uh just silly little games. There's four games. There's one called Bara Bari Ball, which is you each have a little character dude and you're jumping around your these little platforming arenas and trying to get the ball and throw it into the other person's uh on the other person's side. It's mm. it's kinda hard to describe, I guess. It's 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 kind of fun little bit of chaos and you can bunk in, bunk into each other and throw the it's fun. It's silly fun. There's another one that's called Super Pole Riders, where you're both on these weird pole that just vaults. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, I know that does sound weird. No, you each have your own pole vault. Mm-hmm. You know, like pole vaulters, and you're trying to use that to throw, push this weird disc from one end of the arena to the other, and you're bouncing off each other, and you're kind of bonking each other down, or it's totally silly weird fun and it's great for um it's a simple they're simple games so kids can play them and even if there's not really any uh progression or no one's really clearly winning or losing it's just kind of hilarious to bonk into each other and be silly and (laughs) it's it's kind of fun on that level alone so that's it's a it's totally a fun game if you got one a kid who's maybe 
six or seven years or older and mm-hmm. you wanted to play a very simple game with them, you could do worse than Sports Friends. It's Sports pretty good. Sports Friends. Well, neat. Um, and then on her iPhone, or not her iPhone, uh, the iPhone and iPad, she's been playing this Minecraft clone uh, oh. called Eden. Now, I, I'm usually, I s- try to s- uh, stay away from clones of games, like a Minecraft clone or whatever. It's just kind of a knockoff. Mm-hmm. But um, this one's actually really good. And it's only 99 cents as opposed to the mobile version of Minecraft, which I think is like five, five bucks, bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's no, there's, it's pretty much exactly the same thing. It's Minecraft, only there's no hostile bad guys in it. They're just, I mean, there's little dudes running around, but they'll just kind of walk up to you and make funny noises and (laughs) they're totally silly and they got these bug eyes and, uh, you know, you can create stuff with blocks just in Minecraft, just like in Minecraft and it's colorful, it's silly, it's, you know, it's Minecraft, only it's cheaper and it's, it's actually pretty good. Oh, cool. She totally digs it. Nice. Well, we've been uh, doing a lot of puzzles in this house. Um, we, Mateo's kind of graduated from the simple puzzles, you know, the wooden ones where it's just mm-hmm. like one thing where you put in, like, we have one that's um, like an aircraft, you know, like a plane and a hot air balloon. But there's no, it's just take the puzzle piece and put it in the shape. He's sure. graduated to actual puzzles. And we have um, a Curious George puzzle, and it probably has, like, maybe 60 pieces to it, but they're, like, the bigger pieces. Sure. And I, originally, I'd been we had been helping him with it, and um, we, we walked away, and I went into the kitchen, and I came back, and I even I took a video of it, and he had completed the entire puzzle by himself. Nice. And I was like, buddy, did you just do all that? He's like, yeah. And I watched him and how he systematically turns his puzzle pieces and how all of that works. I'm just like amazed by it. And so he's bored with the, the, the other puzzles. So I'm like, oh. and all, all I have is this one Curious George puzzle. So um, I picked up um, some newer puzzles and I kind of went through. Melissa and Doug have some nice like wooden ones with bigger pieces. And there's like, I think maybe like 40 40 some odd pieces to it. So he's just, he's loving these new kind of bigger, bigger kid type puzzles. And I'm just, I'm loving it. I love putting puzzles together. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love the puzzles are great. And that's, that's pretty good. You know, it's surprising to me how quickly um, kids can learn the logic kind of um, logical problem solving. Mm -hmm. Like before they know numbers or, or math solving or, or or pick up language or spelling or whatever the just kind of uh, regular logic this yeah. can't do this because of this right and this is, piece doesn't it, fit i need to you know move it somewhere else oh that's right. not the right piece so um, i remember being surprised how quickly that can kick in yeah yeah uh i, I found a new brand of puzzles that i you know people that are puzzle connoisseurs would be like, oh, yes, I know about that puzzle manufacturer. But um, (laughs) it's new to me, and I picked up a couple of them, and wow, the quality is really great, and the price is is really great, too. Um, Ravensburg? Ravensburger. Have you heard of this brand? It sounds familiar. Yeah, you can, I mean, they make make a ton. They're like a puzzle puzzle machine. (laughs) So you can, they go down to um, 36 pieces, and they're one inch by one inch pieces. 
Uh, So I picked up a really fun, like, travel scene. And then I picked up, like, a solar system scene and a farm scene. And they're, like, 36 to 60 puzzle pieces to it. And really, really high quality. um, Because I find that... um, there was something we were doing. Oh, we were sending a birthday wish to a friend of ours and he was chewing on something. I'm like, what are you chewing on? And he's like, puzzle. <laughs> he bitten into <laughs> half the puzzle and started chewing on it. I'm like, okay, I need sturdy puzzle pieces for this yeah. kid. Uh, so yeah, these, these are really good quality. I was really impressed with them and they're affordable. So like, a, um, there's a really cute construction one that's 60 pieces, one by one inch and it's seven bucks. So It'll last a long time. Puzzles are awesome. Um, and then we also started playing, um, let's see, I talked about the Lego advent calendar, which is so adorable. Every every day you get a little Lego figurine. So uh, the day on the second, he got a little robot <laughs> that he put together. I want one of these. Been Sounds ta- awesome. He's been taking that thing around. They do one every single year. So every year it's a different it's a different um, advent calendar with different figurines. So there's like a Lego Darth Vader with a Christmas hat on. Oh, nice. It's so cute. Uh, so, yeah, I highly recommend those Lego Star Wars advent calendars. Um, but we also, over the holidays, we, we um, started playing the Lego movie Lego game. And it's basically um, the Lego movie in a Lego game format. And it's adorable. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, just like the other Lego, uh, like Lego Star Wars kind of thing, is it that style? Exactly, of Lego? It's, it's exactly like that. And there's scenes from the movie cut into it, and so you're you're basically playing the movie in a Lego game format. Cool. So it's really cool. It's awesome. As, I love those Lego, Lego games. <laughs> I do too. Uh, Carrie, are you back with us? Maybe I don't hear you. If you are. Um, I just saw her face pop up on the thing. I was like, oh, maybe she's here. (laughs) For those that can't see it, um, her Skype avatar. Oh, there she is. There we go. (laughs) I love love your Skype avatar is the the, um, beauty treatment that Colin gave you. Yeah, it's fancy. He decided he wanted to do my makeup one day, and I said okay, and that's what happened. I, there was there was actually a blog post, um, and a professional photographer took pictures of moms letting their kids do their makeup. It, oh, really? It's a really yeah. I have to find that post for you because it's it reminds me of that. And like, there's one mom that has like um, different color fingernails, or, or like the fingernail polish is like on her entire hand. <laughs> <laughs> he was fascinated. He he kept looking at all the different like pots and stuff of different colors and going, "What's that? What's that?" <laughs> and didn't kind of understand like why you would ever put all this crap on your face. Right? But, yeah, he had a good time. M- Mateo the other day, because um, right now I'm sh- we're sharing a bathroom and my makeup's in there, so he sees me put my uh, my powder on my face, and he got into it and and I said, "Buddy, what are you doing?" He goes, "I, I- I'm making beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. He did my face after he did that with the makeup, and I said, Am I beautiful? And he goes, Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I found well, that's your job. I found the article, and I'm going to send it to you through Skype awesome. so you can see this because it's, it's yeah. really, it's sweet. Uh, yeah, the, uh, and they're very like stylistic kind of pictures. <laughs> like a professional Aww. photographer took these pictures. So 
Yeah, that's what it made me think of that. It's a Huffington Post article. Oh, these are great. Aren't these great? I love how there's little drawings on their hands and stuff. That's perfect. How your kids see beauty, I think, is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love the second mom's eyebrows. (laughs) The silver, the silver on her. (laughs) Yep. You say Uh, it's for your eyes. That could mean anything. Yep. So uh, we're we're talking about um, family game night right now, but awesome! Really, whatever you want to talk about, since you, <laughs> I don't know if you have any ups or downs for the whole show. Feel well, free to jump in anywhere. If you, um, I don't know if you had any well, ups or downs you want to. We've been share. doing a lot of. We have our Christmas tree up, and you know, craziness like that. We've been making. We have a bigger tree than we've ever had before, so we've been making a lot of Christmas ornaments. Oh, cool! Which has been a lot of fun for the kids to kind of figure out. Sarah's been doing some that are the glass ball that you. Uh, glitter the inside of them, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Um, we learned very quickly that actually like a product like Mop and Glow that you use on the floor works better to make the glitter stick to the inside um, than it does if you use like watered down Elmer's glue. So we've been using that and um, Colin's been doing a l- wrapping a lot of things with yarn. So if we had cats, they would be very happy right now. Um, what else have we been doing? Uh, we've been doing a lot of gluing of sequins. We've been doing a lot of uh, – Sarah's been using straight pins with um, pearls on the head and sticking those in styrofoam balls and just kind of fun stuff. Uh, my tree growing up at home, I'm 44. Ugh, I just said that live on the internet. Um, I'm 44, and my parents still have some of the ornaments on our family tree that my brother and I made as kids. So I would like to have some of those with my own children. So that's kind of where I was going with this. We were just talking earlier about, you know, uh, I found a great Pinterest board for cheap and free holiday gift ideas. So Yes. And that has a lot of great little tutorials on it. I just hope that none of them are like... You see the Pinterest, like the Pinterest photo and then the actual like implementation of it. Yeah. There's a lot of those Pinterest fails out there with regard to things that you think are cheap and easy that end up not being so cheap and not so easy. So, yeah, they're a trial and error thing. Uh, I still have. Particularly a lot of the kid ones, too. Mm -hmm. I still have an ornament that I made as a kid. It's on my tree right now. It's a little spider. And the spider's body is one of those little uh, Christmas ornament uh, just kind of the glass ball thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just got some googly eyes on it and some hot hot glue gun uh, little legs made out of wires underneath. And Aww. That's some pretty powerful. My tree. I was going to say, it's pretty powerful uh, glue you use there then. Well, I <laughs> guess. It was just, I think I made it in elementary school and somehow it survived. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how mine have survived either because I look at some of those ones that are on my parents' tree and I'm like, yikes, that's vintage. <laughs> um, we do a lot of gifts in a jar around here Mm -hmm. for like you know giving to the neighbors and stuff um i know that the johnsons scott and kim do kind of a neighborhood thing that they do every year um we do a lot of gifts in a jar so like we'll do like layered um which is fun for the kids because they can help make that too i buy a bunch of mason jars and they'll do like layered um hot cocoa so it'll be cocoa powder in the bottom then like a layer of little marshmallows and maybe a little layer of chocolate chips or something and kind of layer them up and then they make tags and put them on them um, I tend to be one of those moms. I love Pinterest and I'm on it all the time. Um, but I, <laughs> I look at now, I'm, I just clicked on this link that you dropped in Skype and I'm looking at the first thing that pops up is a DIY snow globes. And they did them in kind of apothecary jars to have on the mantle with Christmas lights mm-hmm. in them. And the mom in me, the first thing that goes through my head is, oh, that's pretty. Oh, God, they're going to burn the house down. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know that the stuff that they're using is flammable, oh, but I'm yeah. thinking you just surrounded a bunch of warm Christmas lights with white fluffy stuff. That's not going to end well. So 
Yeah. Some yeah. of them look really good and you're thinking, oh, how festive. And then you go to do them and you go, I'm teaching my child all the wrong things. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're fun. So we've been doing a lot of that cool. instead of playing. And we've been playing still a ton of Rummy Cube. Yeah. I love that game. Yes. We are playing a ton of it here. And we're kind of making up our own rules and adding to it as we go along. Um, we also bought for our Xbox. You know, sometimes you can go on Xbox and some people might not be aware of this. And they um, will recommend like game night things that you can do with your family. You can just download the content. There was a, a family party pack that we downloaded. It included the game um, You Don't Know Jack. Oh, oh trivia. I love that game. And then it included one called Fibbage, if you've never played that before, which is hilarious. There's one that's a lot like Pictionary, um, and there's two other ones that are a little bit more basic. And we can, we've can we played them several times here at the house. I think it was the download itself, I think, was, I'm going to say 20 bucks, mm-hmm. which isn't cheap, but it's worth it considering what you get out of it. Everybody in the house can play um, most of the games, and you play either on your phone or on a tablet. Oh, cool. So what they do is they link you to this website called jackbox.tv, and then it has you enter the code that they put up on the screen. And then if you're on a phone or an iPad or an iPhone or an Android device or whatever, you go to the website and you put your name in in this code and it automatically links you to the game. So we've had... People, we had my sister-in-law and her boyfriend over, and they were playing with us from one couch while we were on another, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. A lot of fun. So that was a- And that's an Xbox, you have an Xbox One? Yes. Yeah. You have an Xbox One. I don't know if they have the same thing for PlayStation, but it's a great, great buy. I had heard of Fibbage before, and I was like, I need to play this game. And I, it's at the time, it was only on Xbox One, and I I have a PS4. Oh, it is hilarious. I'm not buying an Xbox One for Fibbage. (laughs) It's it's basically a bunch of lying, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the one that's like um, – the motivation of them is actually kind of interesting. You figure how are they going to score these, particularly the one where you have to draw. And I can't remember the name. I think it's called Draw, draw Something, but I can't think of it off uh, the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, as you're drawing, you, you log in. They say, what's your name? You tell them. Then they say, draw a picture of yourself. So you basically create your own icon. And – so the icon follows you around as you're playing this game. You draw a picture, and the object is for you to draw it as well as you can because every other person, and they're going to then ask everyone in the room. They'll show a picture, and they'll say, what is this? And everybody other person in the room has to guess what it is. Now, there are two ways you can win. Every person that correctly guesses what you've drawn, you get a certain number of points. If other people say, say I drew a cow and it was very clearly a cow, but it may have been misconstrued as like a cat, maybe. Mm-hmm. So say I draw a cow and Aaron reply, Aaron, my husband says, oh, that's cow. He chooses cow when the, all the answers drop up as, as multiple choice. So I would get a thousand points because he understood what I drew, mm. but Aaron might write down, well, I know it's a cow, but I'm going to write down that I think it's a cat. And if he can get Sarah or anybody else to say cat, he gets points that way, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, oh, it's neat. a lot of fun. It's called oh. Drawful. D-R-A-W-F-U-L. So it's awful drawings, pretty much. But it oh. is, it's a lot of fun. Oh, neat. It's a lot of fun. So we've been doing an awful lot of that since we all have um, devices and tablets and whatnot. So. Check that out, those out. Well, it, yeah. it looks like Fibbage is on PlayStation. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Yay. Oh, cool. And I don't know if you can do it. We haven't tried it yet, doing it with people uh, in a remote location. Hmm. So, like, say maybe I could call you, Nicole, and say, hey, we're going to play Fibbage. Right. Here's the code. Get on there. Yeah. I, maybe it would work. I don't know. Yeah, you just ha- would have to. 
be on. You Skype. just have to put in the right code yeah, yeah. because you're all doing it through the net. Yeah, that's so neat. maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have to wait and see. Yeah. Maybe that's something we should try. We should try it. We're, you know, yeah. we're kind of nerds. We like to it's a project for the show. Try the te- techie stuff. Um, yeah. Other than that, around here things have just been kind of crazy. Um, kids in and out of school. We are traveling for three weeks. Um, so we're going to be gone December oh, wow. 18th through January 4th. We're going to be in the Boston area. Oh. And then um, the two days after we get back to Kansas City, my husband leaves and goes to China for a month. Oh, wow. So, oh. yeah, for work. So it's going to be um, a little crazy trying to, you know, all three kids by myself. I'm used to having that extra set of hands. Sure. So um, we did it. We've done it two years in a row now. So I'm pretty comfortable with what I need to do, but it's still kind of a warm up to make sure you have yeah. all the meds that You're you like need before you travel. Slapping and- yourself. I can do this. I can yeah. do this. I'm ready. Yeah. It's one thing to be able to call Aaron and say, hey, can you pick up this on the yeah. way home? But I can't do that now. So for for at least a month or so. So that's going to be crazy. And um, <laughs> traveling is uh, with kids. I'm yeah. sure we're going to, we'll be able to talk about this quite a bit. Um, I don't mind doing it, but for us, because Eden has special needs, there's a lot of planning that goes yeah. into it. Um, we have to get special clearance to bring her wheelchair. We have to get uh, all of her medical equipment. We have to order it in Massachusetts and have it shipped to my parents' house. Um, it's kind of craziness. Mm. So that's that's kind of where we've been at. And then getting the kids. Sarah's got to take her finals before she goes. You know, kind of getting on. And then two birthdays, which have dropped now right in the middle of everything. So, so I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Is it only your parents in uh, Boston, or is my? It? I was born and raised there, so my entire family is there. Oh, okay, because so, I was saying, on my dad, my brother, his wife. Ask your parents to daughter. come. Come to you. <laughs> yeah, everybody's out there. My husband's entire family is here in Kansas City. Um, so we're definitely split between yeah. the two, but I haven't been home in three or four years. Oh, so yeah, that'd be nice. I'm looking forward to yeah. going home. I'm going to get together with some tadpole people up there in the city and um, go out for a couple of drinks and. So anybody who happens to be going to be planning to be in the Boston area, send me a uh, tweet and maybe we can all get together. Oh, cool. Yay. All right. Well, let's move over to some solicit advice real quick before we wrap up the show. Um, We got an email from our friend Daryl. Last week um, on episode 42, we had a listener, Brandon, uh, write in and talking about um, how – no, not Brandon. Sorry. Um, Oh, no. Where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, Dean, Dean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dean um, was having trouble with their uh, three-year-old uh, refusing to go number two on the toilet. And we were talking about, you know, maybe there's some pain involved. And Daryl said, Violet refused to poop anywhere but her diaper, just like your emailer. Um, she would hold it on purpose until her system would get clogged up to the point where pooping would cause pain. This had continued, uh, this had conditioned her to think that any pooping was painful pooping. Um, it was a fear renewed, renewing, uh, self renewing fear. Uh, we had to convince her that if she pooped when she felt like it, instead of holding it, it wouldn't hurt. Now she's just fine. Uh, I think you're right. It's as simple as just waiting until they're ready. Um, so, yeah, I. Because I think Mateo might have had situations where he would hold it, and then it would hurt, and then it would just kind of... Fortunately, we got ahead of that. But yeah, I think think sometimes that happens. I don't know about you guys, but uh, for me, even when issues are serious and the kids are in pain, when it involves poop, I can't help but chuckle at least a little (laughs) bit. I was going to say, you have problems pooping? (laughs) Yeah. And I always feel a little bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry to distract. I'm not trying to di- no. detract from Daryl's. Poop is a funny word too. <laughs> poop is hilarious. Let's just own it. Okay. It's hilarious, guys. Whether or not they can actually do it, I think it's a fair thing. There's a whole bunch that goes into that. I've I've read some stuff, and I've met some kids who remember, even as being younger, that they were afraid of the that the, there's so much more physical sensation that goes along with a bowel movement that does a peeing mm-hmm. that it was frightening i'm losing some of my guts was yeah. what they would be nervous oh, about oh yeah, yeah 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 or and then you'd flush it down the toilet and they were afraid that that meant you were flushing them down the toilet yeah. and it just yeah it was terror involved with that um we i've got a couple of girlfriends who've gone through this in the recent past um with kids and um there, I know some kids who are almost five and six still having some of these issues where it's just, I don't want to, so I just don't. Yeah. And there's not really a pain in not going yeah. for some of them. So they just figure, well, I'll just wait until I have to go without understanding that that involves traffic jam. Yeah. yeah so, has, yeah, and then you get into having to change diet and, you know, all of well, that. I know it, adults that will not poop anywhere but home. That was my husband for the, for about ten years of our relationship. He wouldn't he wouldn't to go to the bathroom at work. He'd come home and I'd be like, "Really, really, all day long, really? You are almost a forty year old man. What are you doing? Like, yeah. I don't understand." But yeah, they won't nothing. It's, they don't want anything to do with it. It's part well, of it's the body, people. Colette still sometimes it's it's not like a, a, a I, th- I don't think with Colette it's ever been a pain issue or a fear issue. Yeah. She just she doesn't have time for that. She's got stuff oh, to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. plenty of fun things to do rather than actually. And you know what has helped? And I don't know if this is uh, great or not, but uh, bringing like uh, devices in. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's like yes. okay. Well, that's why what. the iPoddy exists. Yeah, yeah, you'll right. sit down, I'll let you play with the iPad or the DS or whatever, and, and just take your time, yeah. do your thing. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Candy's not going to crush itself. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we develop toilet polio. <laughs> <laughs> what is yes, that? I'm making on polio. Yeah, uh-huh, that's me. <laughs> I've been there. Yep, I agree with you. It's just a matter of saying, just take the time. Yeah. Yeah. Colin is definitely one of those kids who just wants to get in and get out of the bathroom. Um, does it still, uh, he'll be five tomorrow. Doesn't want to stand when mm-hmm. he urinates, wants to sit. Why? I like the air on my bum. All right, then. Yeah, Good times. Yeah. Well, so, who doesn't? I mean, you know, <laughs> seriously, who doesn't like a nice breeze? There. So, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I'm, I think I've been lucky in that both of the kids, the most problem I've ever had, Eden will have tendency towards constipation because she is tube fed and she only has, uh, Insure Plus is the only thing she drinks. Um, so between that and medication, which makes her entire neuromuscular system sluggish, everything can get sluggish. So you have to, it's almost like she's always that, um, you know how they say after you have anesthesia, you can get kind of backed up or whatever. Oh, she yeah, yeah. can run into that on a pretty regular basis because the meds that she takes are a combination of muscle relaxants and neuromuscular things that slow her down. Mm. So it's a bad combination. So we do a lot of... Water bottles, and for us, the fun with Colin, we ended up doing this. We bought a, a big pack of those little tiny water bottles, and um, we bought the flavor drops that go inside them. Hmm. So let's do you want to have a bottle? Let's have a bottle of water. Let's make it a color, and it became fun. And now he drinks more water. Oh, so oh that's great. Not as much of a problem, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So poop is hilarious. Every time, not fun when it won't come out, but generally, yeah. <laughs> every every time um, Mateo goes to the bathroom. Uh, did you see the little the the YouTube video that was going around of the little girl? Or no, the, it might be a girl, it might be a boy, but it's a three year old talking about 
what he ate as he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> you have to hear no. this. It is the best. And it's what I think of now. It's poutine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me turn the audio down. <laughs> I eat so much food. <laughs> that poo will overflow the toilet. <laughs> Sounds like a little drunk college student. <laughs> He's going. I eat too much food. Oh, I don't. I shouldn't eat that much food. I overflow the toilet. He goes. Uh, poutine. <laughs> it's the most adorable thing. And the mom's standing Aww. at the door. The door's closed. And she's just filming this conversation that this kid is having with himself. <laughs> we had a we had a, an incident, I'm going to say about six months ago, where Colin was pretty darn constipated. No matter how much water he drank, he wasn't really getting anything moving. And I, will, I gave him a sip of iced coffee over the summer. Clean those pipes right out. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you free and regular, people. Yeah. Drink your coffee. It's good for you. Coffee's good. All right. We have one more email, and then we'll wrap this show up. This is an email uh, that's been in my inbox for a while now. So, But it's actually a perfect timing because it has a lot of great resources in it. Christina sent this back in March. So, Christina, I hope you're still listening. <laughs> I'm sorry it took me so long. Um, she says, my husband and I just discovered your podcast living in Minnesota, in a Minnesota town of 8,000 people. It's easier to find a good potluck than it is to find someone who likes Doctor Who. <laughs> We're working our way through one podcast at a time. I started with your Amazon mom and dad, and I agree with your guest. As I went through your registry recommendations, I was excited when you recommended something I had purchased for our daughter, now five months um, actually, she's older now. Uh, I've I've tried having an advice team, but most of my family, most of my friends, couldn't figure it out. I'm not blessed with many techy savvy tech savvy friends. Uh, sadly, sadly, navigating Amazon and using wish lists makes me very nerdy here. So sad. Uh, we just listened to the one where the guy wrote in and asked how to get his non nerd nerdy wife to get uh, give in on tech time. We're both very nerdy who have. Uh, both nerds who have very sports-related families, so much so that within 10 minutes of visiting us at the hospital after the birth of our daughter, my father-in-law said, now for the important question, what will be the three sports she will play in high school? Uh, when I grew up with my nose in a book looking for other worlds to Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, where I grew up with my nose in a book looking for other worlds to explore with my mind. Peter had a Lego city in his basement creating worlds with his hands and even into adulthood. Um, so uh, let's see. I know you want to revoke my nerd card for this, but I've been pretty anti-screen. Uh, I'm, it's a longer email, so I'm losing my place here. But I've been pretty anti-screen. And time for the kids. I struggle with this because I know technology has many advantages, but I also know so many people who just can't function um, socially in real life and their kids just mimic and get sucked into TV and mindless games before learning to relate with people. I totally, I totally get that. Um, my nephew is always watching TV or watching movies on his mom's phone where whatever Whenever she's busy, whatever she's a busy working mom, and he's a hard kid to get to keep busy otherwise. But it's just not something I'm comfortable for 
with us, which I think that's, you know, I think a lot of people have to make that decision. Um, but she gave some uh, resources down here. So there's a digitaldreamlabs.com. Uh, I'll put all these up uh, in the show notes um, as resources, as, as she's just kind of been um, looking at screen time and using uh, technology and games for learning, um, teaching kids through through technology. So some really cool resources here. One um, of these that she listed here, Code Combat. Mm-hmm. That's I've actually used that. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. I've been I've been uh, over the past year, kind of off and on, when I have free time, trying to teach myself to code, and I'm still not really anywhere with it. But Code Cam- Combat. Oh cool. Tries I- to teach you to code through kind of playing a game. Oh neat. I've never heard of it. You play the game by typing the code and that's how you tell the character what to do in the game. Oh that's so cool. I, I know I learned best by actually having a project in place. I mean that's how sure. I learned how to develop an app. I actually had a project I wanted to do and that was my tool to learning it. So mm-hmm. kind of no, like, it's it's that's pretty neat. cool. I would recommend it. Codecombat.com. Um there's also one called mod modrobotics.com um and then there's a blog post um toys that teach computer computer programming so you know i speaking of screen time we also had an email from january who um wanted to hear thoughts on kids and phones and time that you think it's appropriate what guy sort of guidelines would you put around them um and she specifically asked you carrie how you manage uh, a phone with your eldest um and there, I put both of these in the in the show notes because they're you know they they're very related. And I think we're just in an age of nobody really knows. You know your kid best. You read your kid. I know for Mateo right now, he 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 did go through a phase where he was like all about the iPad. And you'll notice I haven't really given any app recommendations because he just has no interest in it. it the the iPad is in his closet of toys. Like it's one of the things that is in there now, but he very, very rarely takes it out. It's more, he's more interested, like I said, in puzzles right now. He's un- interested in like hungry hippos, but uh, again, not all kids are going to be like that. So you do have to put some kind of restrictions and you have to read how they react when they, um, we found that we, we pulled back, um, on on the iPhone and he started paying attention more, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. When it comes to my youngest, um, Colin is very into the iPads and the and the tech. Uh we definitely have to pull back at times because you'll notice that it's the the only when you come into the door, it's the only thing he wants. He doesn't right. even take the time to say hello. Um and then we know that that's to go play with something else. Yeah. And he doesn't fight us. No. He just goes, Oh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. all right. But he definitely gets in a routine where that's what he wants because that's what he wants. He's used to doing, and I think it, it detracts from him paying attention. He's mm-hmm. not really engaging with people. He's just face down in the iPad. Um, so we do pull back on that a little bit. With my oldest, um, Sarah was probably the last of her friends to get a phone. Um, she didn't really have a whole lot of social pressure to do so. Um, she doesn't. I'll be very honest. I don't see Sarah use her phone for making phone calls other than to call my husband and I. Um, maybe my niece who is the same age as Eden, they're extremely close. Um, and to text, uh, people, she texts like a crazy person. <laughs> um, and she texts quite a lot and she now has some friends that are a little bit older than her. Sarah will be 15 next week and she has some friends that drive. 
So when they were going to say a volleyball game together that they all played in, a couple of the players would text her and say, hey, I'll come pick you up, you know, that type of thing. So they stayed in communication that way. Um, I think I got very, very lucky. I think kids can be um, very reliant on tech and they can feel like, well, I'm just entitled to this and that mm-hmm. they will abuse it. And some people will look at that and say, well, that's just the world that they live in. And for us, that's just not how we wanted to raise our kids. So we told her that it's a privilege to have a phone, even for us. And that privilege is earned and mm-hmm. you exercise your right to have that privilege by proving to us that you're mature and capable enough to handle it. So yeah. we started by getting her kind of a burner phone. I wouldn't say burner phone in that it wasn't worthwhile. It was a nice little LG phone. Um, but she was used to having iOS devices. So it would mean that if she wanted to get songs, it wasn't just, I'll just go out to the app store and download them because dad's credit card is there. Mm. It was, uh, you have to go buy Google Play money. Right. If you want to put stuff on your device. So it became her understanding the investment of, of phone ownership. Um, it was showing us that she could keep her grades up mm-hmm. and that she was not having her phone uh, taken away from her in school. And we had her sign a contract with us and with her homeroom teacher um, that she would be responsible with her usage of the phone in school. Now, her not all kids do that. And I know Aaron and I uh, can maybe go a little over the top. Or, I think that's a great idea, though. Like, oh, yeah. It, you it just made the, her responsible to her teachers for being a young adult. And, and you we set up, that was a, yeah, you set up, a, you know, you set up expectations for them. I mean, yeah. They, and, they talk and I about think that the teachers, the that's one thing that I know teachers struggle with. I had a friend who's a teacher in junior high school in Virginia, and she said, there's a woman who was in the classroom next to me that is trying to figure out ways to... Uh, she wants to have the janitor come in and paint the power strip next to the wall so that the kids aren't charging their phones the whole time they're in class. And I said, why doesn't she just tell the kids they can't have phones? Yeah. Well, she can't do that. Why not? When did saying no become a bad thing? If their parents let them have phones, that's great. But the school doesn't have to let them have those phones in the classroom. Right. So it's just a matter of that accessibility. I I don't think we have to necessarily be 100%. Oh, well, society says you should be able to have them. So let's just kind of move you right into that if kids aren't ready for it. Right. Right. uh, And Sarah showed us that she was very capable. She had that LG phone for a little over a year and a half, never dropped it, never broke it, kept a case on it, was great with it. Baked into that, her school district um, provides iPads for the kids to do all their project work on. So she had to be responsible with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this past, uh, I think it was October, she got one. My husband bought her an iPhone 5 and said, you've shown us that you're capable. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to have the latest and greatest, but here's something a heck of a lot more of what you're used to. And now you can sync it with, now you can start to learn how to use Google Calendar mm-hmm. and keep mom and dad informed of when you're going to be going places and know when you have projects coming up. And for us, it really built in for Sarah a capability and a process for her to understand time management mm, because mm-hmm. she already knew all the fun stuff and kind of the fun stuff of the iPhone, the the, the Instagram and all the apps and stuff. The, the thrill, the shine was a little off the nickel at that point because she had already had a phone for a while. So right. she knew what all that was going to invest in. So I said, now look at it as what do you, what's your potential here? I mean, you have this, you can use it as a time management tool so you don't have to use your agenda. You can keep in contact with me and send me contacts. When you're out with your friends and I want a friend's phone number, you can send me the contact. Here's how you do that. So we tried to use moving her into an iPhone and into a realm that she was using as another way, as a tool to make her life easier. And Mm -hmm. I think that's how she looked at it. Um, There are going to be kids out there who I I know I'm lucky 
that they're going to be kids. We're going to be like, sweet phone. And they're just going to, they're going to use and abuse. Mm -hmm. And I think you just manage that expectation with the phone the same way you would with anything else that they like, you know, you limit their time or, you know, Sarah gives us grief. Sorry, no Minecraft. You know, I mean, we we will take her phone. I I believe, I, I don't, subscribe to a whole lot of the world of Dr. Phil, but there's one thing he has said in the past that I have always believed that is when it comes to kids, you find out what their currency is yeah. and that is what you deal in. Yes. I and it works it, like yeah. a charm every That's time. True. My currency right now is Lego. <laughs> yes. I mean, and it, it will shift and it will vacillate and it will change. Colin's currency is anything that is kind of like Play-Doh material. Yeah. Anything that is slime based, anything that is like... He carries around – my husband brings home – because he uh, works for a toy company, he brings home a lot of the uh, prototypes for a lot of stuff that they do to see how the kids play with it. Um, And because we have – I have 11 nieces and nephews, so we have a lot of kids around at any given time that can play with all that stuff and he can kind of observe and take notes before he takes the stuff back to China. Colette's currency is whether or not she gets to watch the latest Stampy Cat video. Oh. Stampy Cat is a YouTuber dude who makes – yeah. And she's obsessed with him, so – if she's if she's not on her best behavior, no Stampy Cat. You know, I just yep. I just realized it's not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's not Lego. It's band aids right now. Oh, so I, he has a Mateo has an obsession with band aids. Yep. Like he can't. He he got a cut on the tip of his thumb, and it's it's healed. But he needs a band aid every single every night. Day. And so yeah. I, so now I say, okay, you get. Your pajamas on. You brush your teeth. I'll get you a band aid. <laughs> <laughs> wait till you start. Wait till he discovers that they come with different guys on them. Oh no! Because they are. We, he already knows it. We have Muppets. Oh, he does. We he have, knows that part. Okay. That, they were my band aids before they were his band aids. So I have Muppet. Oh. I have Muppet band aids. And yeah, we were, nice. We were in Target, and Colin found that out. He yeah. saw. I keep the brown ones around the house because it's just easy. Yeah. And we were in Target, and he happened. To, we have to go down that aisle because I was getting back teen or something. And he looked, and he goes. Look at all the guys on all the band-aids. I thought, oh, Here we go. Retail oh, band-aids. So now we have Mickey band-aids and glitter band-aids. Yep. And yeah, we have all the band-aids now. <laughs> so January, I put a, a link, I'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, there's a number of uh, examples of those contracts. Um, and they're actually, I think, I think they're great. You know, I do too. set up I'm... an expectation and they know where they, it'll fall. So when they One... do break it. Bring out the contract. Right. Yeah. When, you own that. Colette, Once you break that, toast. Yeah. If Colette, it, when de- when she gets a phone one day, we're def- I'm definitely going to put in some sort of contract yeah. arrangement thing so I that like she's, and she, you know, it's funny. She's already wanting one. She's asked for one already. How old is and she? And she's, she is eight. Yeah. And it's, and, and I keep telling her, uh, no, you don't yeah. need one yet. You don't really go out on your own. Right. When that, when, when that starts to be reality, then we'll talk. <laughs> Um, but no, Eric will be in the corner crying. I remember when I got a phone, my first phone was a bag phone. Sexy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember even then for me, it was a phone because I was calling people. That's why I needed it because it was keeping in contact with my parents and I was commuting back and forth to school and work. And that made sense then. I think for kids now. The phone is a mini computer. Yeah. They don't think of it as a phone no, necessarily. Phone. They won't necessarily call people. It's just a small portable way for me to take all my games with me. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. That so many things they, now. Yeah. They'll say they want a phone. <laughs> they just want a little computer is what they want. So, yeah. So I was I was uh, on Facebook and I watched a crack.com video 
And it has, there's a, a video of Newt Gingrich talking about <laughs> what a smartphone is and what it is not. <laughs> it oh, is the Newt. funniest thing. <laughs> you say uh, Newt Gingrich and the Cards Against Humanity card pops into my head every single time. <laughs> and, I'm, and if nobody knows what it is, I'll go ahead and say it. I don't think it's going to get us the explicit tag. It's the soft, shitty body of Newt Gingrich. And that's all <laughs> Cards Against the Humanity. That's on my Christmas list. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, we just want to say uh, thank you to Haba USA for donating those gift certificates. We ran a contest, and we have two winners, Josh G. and Dave N. Uh, both of those are getting a 25 gift certificate to pick out any game they want from Haba USA. So Dan hooked us up with those, and um, I believe he's already contacted you. So if you're listening to this, you should have an email. If not, send me an email. All right. Um, and also, thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for letting us broadcast this live. We got a few people in the Frog Pants chat room that we're hanging out with and uh, people listening. So thanks so much. Uh, if you're not, don't feel guilty for not making our live. This will be in the feed soon. Uh, also, if you head on over to Doghouse Systems, they're running a, a big Christmas special on right now with a ton of stuff and you can get some free games and upgrades to memory and solid state drives and all of that so if you head on over to doghousesystems.com you can check out all those cool uh, laptops and desktops and of course chore monster hello choremonster.com for sponsoring this episode uh, they got some really cool stuff going on over at chore monster so be sure to check them out uh, if you want to email us, you can send us an email directly at nerdparents at gmail.com. Of course, all of our show notes and the audio files are on nerdparents.com as well. And you can find all of us on Twitter. You can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find Eric at Eric Mahler. And you can find uh, Carrie at Coffee Please, P-L-Z. Um, so thanks so much for hanging out with us. Carrie, Eric, is there anything else you want to add in before we go? Uh no. No. Just no. Keep Poop par- is still funny to me. Poop is Sorry. still funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And of course, thanks. Just thanks to all the nerd parent supporters that are currently supporting us over on, uh, on, uh, not Patreon. We're not Patreons, unfortunately. We're just PayPal people, you know? Uh, but yeah. So thanks so much to all, to everyone that's, uh, supporting nerd parents through that means. Uh, so have a great week and we'll talk with you soon.